Hey, yo, what up, Fight fans? Welcome back to the Bay Area Combat Podcast. We are back. We're in the Suncoast Awning Studio. Very, very sick studio we're in here, guys. Decked out. Uh, Suncoast Awning for all your shade needs. It's a shop in Santa Cruz, a shop in Martinez. We have Deborah Farolito in the building, Carl Compton on the ones and twos. And then my guest today, I hold him very dearly close to my heart, guys. He's a, uh, he's a fighter. He wears many hats. He's an artist. Uh, he actually does a lot. I'm going to let him tell you, but uh, this right here is Josh Coleman. How you doing today, Josh? Doing good, man. How y'all doing, fight fans? Dope that you came in, dude. So, uh, you, um, what, how, what have you been doing with your fighting? Have you been fighting at all lately, or you been, uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, not really fighting, you know, just training. Uh, you know, health is wealth, you know what I'm saying? You should be in the gym doing something for your body. Um, I've been working with a couple, a couple of my fighters have been fighting actually. Uh, Cass Bell, shout out to Cass, you know what I'm saying? And the IOC, that's my gym, you know, Institute of Combat. But, um, yeah, no, no fights right now. But, you know, every time I start working out, you know what I'm saying, getting in fight shape, and then you're sitting around in fight shape, you're going to jump in a fight sooner or later because there's no reason to just be ready for it if you're not ready, you know. Your camp has some, uh, some jiu-jitsu stuff coming up. What, uh, what are you guys going to be doing uh, coming up here? Um, shoot, we got a jiu-jitsu tournament the Memorial Weekend uh, in May. I was at the 26th, 27th, 28th in Vegas. I want to say it's Naga. Uh, tournament i'm not quite sure i might have to check on that but yeah the whole camp's going up there we got like 10 15 dudes that are gonna go up there i guess they took a whole bunch of belts last time they went so now they're just trying to just rub it in their face and come back and do it all over again you know so dude i used to train up there with you guys a little bit at the institute of combat it wasn't called that when i was up there but um tell me to tell me a little bit about your head coach dog you know what i'm saying the man john um, himself my boy, uh, was my boy Juan, uh, yeah, he's like my sensei, taught me everything I know about fighting, gave me a chance, um, cleaned up my act a little bit. Um, yeah, he's doing some good things up there. He's got a whole bunch of uh, Nagi um, stuff working, plus he's got a couple fighters on his fight team that are like contracted up. I think uh, the, the new guy we got, Tyson, he's about to get signed up with uh, Showtime, so he's going to be doing some like stuff through Showtime, which is kind of a big deal. You know, coming from a little small, humble county. And uh, what, Cass, Cass Bell, he uh, just fought in Connecticut for Bellator. He just got five more uh, contract fights in Bellator. So we got some, some, uh, some prospects up there for sure. Um, he's doing good. He's got, he's got two new gyms, too. We just opened up a new gym. So there's two gyms in Humboldt County, if y'all ever in the area. And I want to come bang it up. We're always down to have some new fighters come fight, you know. Uh, real welcoming, real humble people. And, uh, yeah. Dude, Juan signed off on my pro debut. Your coach up there, man. I needed him so bad. He came through so clutch. Right. Harder, to get, harder to get that done than you think. But um, Juan came through, dude. Juan's been the man. So, Cass, so who's the bigger star out there in Humboldt? Is it, is it, is it, is it uh, Juno Prince or is it Cass Bell? Uh, well, you know, we different people. I wouldn't say I'm a more of a star than him. We're just different. We got different uh, fans, you know what I'm saying? My fans wouldn't be his fans. His fans, you know, wouldn't be my fans. You know, we just, we, we equally are, though, like superstars, hometown heroes, you know. Everybody knows us from when we were nine to now being 35, you know. You just, you got a lot of fans. You got a lot of friends. You got a lot of people in the community, you know, it's a small spot. So I would say uh, I'm more handsome. I would definitely say that. 
So, but but Bellator has labeled him at cast like the nicest guy in Bellator, right? So you you got the lugs, but he but he got everything else, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got all the sugar and spice. You know what I'm saying? He's a <laughs> he's a hitter too in, in the in the ring, and his uh, his physique always looks good. Uh, how how are your guys' strength and conditioning programs up there? It's a man. It's like boot camp over there. You know um, what they got? They they working out five times a day, three hours a day. Um, you know. It's a nice camp, you know what I'm saying? When you get in there, we got um, <clears throat> we got like two classes a day, plus fight camp, plus weight training, and they all kick it out early in the morning. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty dialed, man. If you're in that if you're in that circle, you're gonna definitely see some improvement within the next, you know, couple months. I've only been in there for like ten weeks. I was on a little hiatus, you know what I'm saying, gaining weight through the COVID. So I'm just getting back to it. But uh, yeah, they I already see some improvement and get my lungs back and, you know, get more chiseled. It's pretty legit. But right now I'm on this cooler, so, you know, cheers to the camp. This is Sunday, fun day, so. Yeah, baby, get it in you. <laughs> we uh, we fought a couple times up there at Cherry Heights Casino. We didn't fight each other, but we fought other people. Your your gym now hosts the, hosts the fights at Cherry Heights Casino. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. And they're and they're fully sanctioned. So before previous when we fought on them, they were not sanctioned. But now it's a IKF and Camo fights right there at uh, Cherry Heights. Yep, Camo's got us all official up there. Did sure. you guys have any shows coming up? Do you know or? Um, I think they're working on the plans a little bit. I know that one um, is like deep with them because the promotional team has been working with them for years. So it's like a phone call away. Um, I think they're just trying to figure out. <laughs> when the regulations and we can get groups of people back together in California. California is kind of behind the uh, curve on this corona thing. They got us real spooked out here. So uh, whenever that time is, you know, he'll just turn it back on. And uh, I'm sure I'll probably be jumping in because, you know, I support my team and whatever they got going on. So we'll see. What is, uh, what is your fight record right now? Remind me. <clears throat> I'm 11-1-2. and And, uh, but... Yeah, I've got like seven knockouts, six broken noses. You know what I'm saying? Um, just, just been fighting. You know, shoot for the last ten years. Um, but, yeah. Did you get your start at those Cherry Heights? Uh, uh, so you want to fight uh, events? Was that where you started? Yep. Tell, yep. tell me a little bit about how those how those would go down, dude. It was pretty legit. You know, my first fight. You know, I didn't get unnervous till like my sixth fight. But like my first fight was just. A straight bloodbath went to like went like eight minutes and forty five seconds into the third round with like some crazy darts I pulled out of like my ass. It was just fucking wild, covered in blood. All the fights I've ever been in were just fight fights. You know what I'm saying? We don't have like it's not like a just a you know good little spar match and it's always action whenever I fought. So <clears throat> being in wars also you know what I'm saying teaches you a lot to go to the next level which is pretty legit. Yeah, I started my first fight at, uh, what was it, Blue Lake Casino? There's, okay, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of casinos that they do the fights out there. It's Blue Lake Casino. And then I think my next fight, uh, I fought uh, this dude named Super Kid, you know what I'm saying, RIP Super Kid, you know what I'm saying. He's a, he was a great fighter from Humboldt. Um, who's obviously, he's not with us anymore. But, you know, shouts out to him. Leave his memory, you know, bring him around, Super Kid. And then, and then the next fight, I fought in Reno. And Reno was like, Probably one of the craziest, scariest fights I've ever been into because I pulled up and the dude was on top of the, he was top of the flyer, and it was in Nevada. I never fought in Nevada. 
it's a whole different like ball game once you uh, you know cross some state lines. But you know, it's, it was pretty lit though. It's definitely. a little a little less regulated out there out there in Nevada, huh? Yeah, definitely less regulated. They <laughs> they were not really worried like California got all these regulations and all the stuff that you can't do. And uh, Nevada was like, get up in there, put your gloves on, and go bang it out. I like Nevada. I fought Nevada a couple times uh, at a couple casinos out there. Uh, so we actually both fought the Super Kid. I think that's the one, one opponent that we both share. Uh, he was a savage, dude. That sh that shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? You made it on ESPN at one point. What? How did? How'd you get on ESPN? Um. So yeah, I was like, it was later in my my uh, record, but um. I was fighting all these people in my weight class, and I was just bodying everybody that was 205. Like, everybody was getting wrecked, and then uh, they were just, like, started feeding me heavyweights. And so, like, dude was like, you want to take this heavyweight fight? And my boy Cass was fighting on the undercard, and um, I was like, yeah, shoot, let's do it. I was in good shape, um, you know what I'm saying? Top shape, like, probably best shape of my life. And I pulled up out there. Walked out to the gym, walked out to the um, mat. I ain't never been booed this much in my life. Like, being booed was like, it was like such an impact because it was just like, boo. Everybody was just on me, trying to shake me out of my game. And I remember I, um, I got up to, the, I got up to the, uh, the ref and he was checking my hands and my, my, my mouth and my cup. And then he was, he like looked down at my feet. No one knows this. He looked down at my feet. Only me and like the camp know this. He looked down at my feet. <laughs> And I hadn't clipped my nails, bro. I had the biggest nails ever. He looked down, he's like, oh shit. And I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, you got any clippers? I'm like, no one had any nail clippers. He's like, are you gonna throw any kicks? I was like, no. He's like, get in there. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so I got up in there and uh, um, the dude was huge. Dude was like, he was like 6'3", 230. Like dude was a straight monster. and. Uh, I ended up um, knocking him out in like 22 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Easy day at the job. He didn't think I had it and uh, let his guard down. He got caught with that big one and uh, knocked him out 22 seconds. Ran around, did a little end zone dance in the, in the um, thing. The crowd went crazy after that. You know what I'm saying? All my fans were quiet at the beginning, but when I won that one, you could see him screaming, throwing soda and going wild, jumping out <laughs> their seats. And uh, it was epic. And then um, ESPN. Hit me like the next day. Slid my DMs was like, oh yeah, we want to use uh, your sports clip for um, our uh, you know top twenty um, knockouts, our sports clips of April. And I was like, shoot, it was epic. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I use that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was like, it was exciting to see some type of you know love from ESPN. That was just like random, really unexpected, totally. But. Yeah, they threw me on the show. So it was better than that too, because what happened was, is you fucking you rocked him, boom, and then he like tried to taunt you like it wasn't shit. He like I don't remember what he did. He tried to taunt you like it was nothing. Then he came at you like he was gonna hit you. Then you just caught rocked him again, bro, and just slapped him with that second one. And right. that's why taunting, man, taunting will get you going, dude. Masvidal was uh was kind of, I felt like he was kind of taunting a little bit when he was getting his fucking smacked last night and. um you watched those, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, you seen the UFC fights last night, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd sure. you feel about those things, dude? Man, all around, bro, the fights were all epic, you know what I'm saying? You've seen, like, some stuff you ain't never seen, and you won't see in 100 years, you know what I'm saying? You've seen a leg get shattered, you know what I'm saying? That shit's <laughs> rare, you know? You've seen, like, uh, 
we seen someone get put in like a crucifix and start getting elbowed to death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You seen, um, you know, you seen some good um, arm, uh, like, like judo throwing. There was a lot of girl fights. Those girl fights were like really like tough girl fights. All the girls were tough in that. And then, uh, then you seen a knockout, big old KO. Yeah, that taunting does like, like, like you said, Moskadov was uh, definitely like taunting and smiling. And you know he was like joking around, like he's a joker. But you know, um, homeboy Usman is just like came for business. You know what I'm saying? But uh, definitely, definitely lit UFC for sure. I bet people. I bet people. I bet Josue. But you know, I bet you. And uh, I won. But it's whatever. Because homie, I just knew that Usman couldn't lose, dude. I knew he couldn't. Right. Anthony Smith landed that kick behind the knee that like right. debilitated that dude's leg. If you remember that one? <laughs> oh yeah, that shit looked crazy, man. That that was pretty gross, huh? Yeah, it was nasty. He dropped he dropped to the ground sideways, man. But by by the time he was up, thinking that he could carry on with that adrenaline, his whole foot was the size of a grapefruit. I think that's what happened to Sean O'Malley against Chito uh, against Vera. I think he really actually got kicked like in some muscle that went that dies or goes numb or something. Then your ankle just goes like jelly. Because it's obvious that it's been happening over and over and again now. What do you think about the calf kick? In your opinion, what's a um, shoot? I'm I'm over. I don't, I don't even kick to the calf. If I'm not <clears throat> push kicking you in the stomach or getting to the thigh, inside thigh or outside thigh, it's like that's just dangerous. It's just as you're seeing it too many times for that to be a happen to make that even like a decision I'm gonna make in the ring. You know, like it's just things you don't do. You gotta you know you gotta use your head. You know what I'm saying? My very last fight, dude, your teammate fought the fight before mine. I was the, very, I was the last fight of the night on the dark card, the Bellator card. I was fighting Ivan Batnich. Mm-hmm. But then Tyson broke Big Al's leg in there. Right. With something. I think Big Al was trying to punt Tyson's ca- uh, calf. And, uh, yeah, he caught him with one. He caught him with a kick uh, to the thigh. And then, then he, like, tried that same exact kick. And uh, Tyson picked it up like three inches, picked his check up like three inches off the ground. And he caught all shit and it was over for him. And he dropped. Stabbed. It was like knee. So it delayed It delayed my fight. So I'm back there. I'm, I'm jumping around trying to stay warm and shit. Ivan's right there. And I told Ivan, I was like, hey, homie, I was going to fucking kick the shit out of your leg, but I'm not going to do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Who you got, bro? My bad. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you don't got no one important calling you. It's your... It's your uh, it's your mama. Little Coleman. You know what I'm saying? If they still call on your phone, man, you you must be somebody. You know what I mean? They're probably trying to get their money, homie. You know what I'm saying? And they're not going to get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, where, where my money, bro? <laughs> hey, I got people that I need to call to get my money from that Masvidal fight because, homie, I like Masvidal. I wanted him to win. But uh, I, took, I took money from Carl. I took his money. Um, I just lined people up. You know what I'm saying? I bet, I bet money. I mean, I did. I bet you. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I owe you twenty bucks. No, we, you know, we worked it out. You but know, you but you know, the uh, only reason. See, the thing about this is, my boy is Nigerian. I'm Nigerian. I'm obviously for him, but I like the badass. You know, what I'm saying I like him how his his style is too. And I'm also just like a gambler. Like putting some money on the table makes a game of pool better. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I just did it just because you're my boy, and you know. We just wanted to you know, throw a little dub out there, make sure it's a little spicy. Because if something random happened, I'm gonna get my check from you. Because you know, I should he should have lost anyway. Speaking about something ra- random, fucking Rose uh, head kicked uh, that chick right in the face Ooh. and fucking KO'd her, bro. Right. 
Right. That, but she knows she got them little skinny legs, man. You could probably couldn't even see it. She brought it up so quick. Wow. Yeah. If I could be, if I could be Pat Barry's dode for just one minute, I would do it. You know what I'm saying? Because what is what is a dode? <laughs> <laughs> Explain. I need the definition of a dode right now. Like... I tried to use a word where people could like interpret it however they pl- however they pleased. <laughs> But Carl knows what I'm. Carl knows. <laughs> Carl's the biggest dog. You got know <laughs> right now. <laughs> it wouldn't even need to be a minute. If it was like thirty seconds, I could just. I'd be fine with thirty seconds. It wouldn't. Right. Pat Barry, bro. If you ever listen to the show, I, I'm been fucking very jealous of you, my friend. Nah, but Rose, she's looked a very it's a, a stereotypical kind of looking like American, like a GI Jane looking girl. Would you say? For sure, yeah. She's got that. Uh, you know what's what was that? Uh, what was that girl in um, Ripley? She's got that Ripley look from Aliens. You know what I'm saying? She's coming for business. She I don't know. She'll be on a different planet, but she's still going to, you know, start murking shit and killing shit. I feel like she has like a Rosie the Riveter uh, like vibe going on and shit. Like she like working, like she'll, she'll make it. I mean, Pat Barry retired. You see him, he just out there doing nothing and he not fighting nobody. And then she's like, all right, honey, <laughs> right. if you want to fucking hold mitts and not do shit, I'll go fucking beat everybody up for money now. You know, I don't get, I don't get how they, where, where did they get her nickname, the Thug Rose? Like, where does that come from? Homie, she's a, she's a thug. <laughs> what the fuck? You don't see it? <laughs> I love dogs. She thugging out here now? <laughs> <laughs> you saw the way she kicked that chick in the head? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, for sure, for sure. And then before the fight, homie, she put the, she put the emphasis on it that it was like, uh, it was like she was a freedom fighter and, and then uh, uh, that chick was a commie and shit. Oh yeah, it was definitely some. There was definitely some. <laughs> there was definitely some racial. Uh, she said better windows out there. For better, sure. better dead than red. <laughs> she said a couple times before yeah. she went in there for the kill. Right. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Jake Paul was in the crowd. How? Uh, how do you feel about Jake Paul? Uh, well, I don't really know him, man. But just what I do know about him is he's, you know, just he's uh, he's pushing everybody's buttons. You know what I'm saying? And he's doing it the right way because. Yeah, at the end of the day, he got the fat check. I seen him, uh, you know, interacting with uh, Daniel Cormier. You know what I'm saying? They had a little piece of words, some what they're saying, but really, I I wish they would have just instigated something even more crazy. You know what I'm saying? He should have grabbed him or did something because he's always popping off, talking all that shit. And then when someone catches up like the real fighter in your face, you know, you still gotta you still gotta be that way that you portray yourself to be, which is like. I feel like he was a little short on that one. He should have took that took advantage more advantage of that than uh, you know, just having a friendly finger conversation, you know. You know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he should have did, did something, jumped over the cage, whatever. Because you're already on your way out of the fight anyway. This is like, you know, you only need a couple moments in life to uh take them chances and that would have been it. That would have been a good one. Dude, uh, Jorge Masvidal gave Leon Edwards the three piece and a soda. You know what I'm saying? When he walked up to him backstage. Right. And that's how you get recognized. And that's what we you know. That's kind of what I, re- I respect. I, I enjoy that, you know. So, I, Jake Paul, how do you think you would do against Jake Paul in a, uh, in a boxing match? Oh, I'd kick him up for sure. I just, you know, I just, I'm just like a versatile fighter, man. I don't fight normally. And the way I fight, I have like a super one-punch knockout. So, all I got to do is really just bide my time and move around. And then, bang, the whole fight can be over and you know, one big swing. I just, uh, I feel like, you know, he hasn't had enough, like, fights to just, like, 
You know, I've never seen him get beat up. I've never seen him in a crunch time where he's down on his last gas and he's beaten, battered, bruised. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen that that Jake Paul fight. So, you know, when we do see that, maybe, you know, I'll have a different outlook on him. But until you go to war, like, you're just an average Joe to me, you know. Did you think that last fight was, like, rigged? Like, it seemed like, I don't know, it looked like Ben went down a little bit too quick or some shit. I just I don't, don't think Homeboy was punching. Like, dude didn't throw any... He didn't throw any aggressive, accurate, professional swings. So to make me think that that guy's a fighter either, you know? Yeah. He didn't have his hands up. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. He wasn't uh, prepared. I don't know what the deal was. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he did get hit. He got It was a real punch that knocked him to the ground. That's a definite. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, whatever the case may be, if he was throwing it the fight because he didn't block his face <laughs> no. and it's the beginning of the it's not because he was tired you know what I'm saying it's the beginning of the, the fight you know what I'm saying um, maybe he just you know they had some backdoor little Joe money coming in you know I don't know yeah dude they said they sold 1.4 uh, million or some shit but you uh, you said you knew a lot of people that actually bought it in your circle and shit right no I I didn't buy it but there was just people that I don't even watch him or watch fighting, you know what I'm saying, that bought it. Like, so the ratings and what he's like doing, like a lot of people know him on the internet. I don't really know him. I only know him because of him calling out McGregor and, and doing all this extra shit that's brand new within the, like the last couple months. But supposedly he'd been on the internet for years, you know what I'm saying, behind the scenes doing shit that I never really was seen, you know what I'm saying? So. So, like, I could see how whatever the ratings is of how many people know him, like, on his uh, web pages and on his, like, blogs and on his YouTubing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think those are big numbers. So when that guy is now being in the face of the normal eye, which adds to already the people that follow him religiously, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that number, it sounds about right. You think, yeah. You know I mean, fuck. We used to buy, uh, and in our family, we used to buy the WWF pay-per-views. They were like 50 bucks. Right. We'd cop those every time. And right. so, I mean, people buy things that, like, you know, just Straight for the love of the sport, dude. Straight up. The cage match, man. King of the cage. We just that? caught a, uh, a professional wrestling match. It was dope. Stefan Bonner was there perform- uh, wrestling. How did you like that, man? Oh, yeah. Shouts out to Stefan Bonner. Man, he's, he's an old bear for sure. <laughs> he's an old bear for sure. Uh, that was cool, man. Shoot, I, I I literally thought you were talking about like a real wrestling match, like like a college wrestling match for points. And then we pulled up, and it happened to be like WWE SmackDown. Yeah. And uh, Loki, they got active out there. It's not. It wasn't a joke. It was so serious to them. So, shouts out to them. You know what I mean? No one got injured. Everybody had fun, and they was definitely having fun out there. That was a fact. And the kids, I sung happy birthday to the kids and shit. The, the kids were having a good time. Right. And uh, the, the, there was a rap performer. He got kicked in the face. I'm stoked it wasn't your gig because I'd hate to see you get kicked in the face. But um, you actually, you, so you went on tour right before COVID hit uh, uh, not that long ago. Tell me a little bit about your, uh, your music endeavors. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I went on like a 47-city tour across the nation. When I started in Toledo, Ohio, and you know what I'm saying? Then we went to uh, Chicago, Detroit. Um, you know what I'm saying, Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas, you know what I'm saying, 
Uh, me and my folks, we couldn't get into uh, Canada for some reason. I think someone had a felony. But uh, yeah. at the same time, it was still fun. You know what I'm saying? It was good to go around to, um, you know, all these cities and, and meet new people and, and, and practice your art, your music. You know, I just, I'm a freestylist and, like, a hype man. But the people I went with, man, like, they were literally, like, they, they make music make music, you know. So it kind of boosted my um, music skills when you get next to people that really got you know, talent, and uh, it's their art, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see rappers all the time get with Kanye, or they get with um, J. Cole, or they get with Kendrick Jamar, and it elevates their game. And uh, that's one thing that really happened for me when I went on tour. I, uh, I got a new mixtape about to come out here soon. Uh, I got a couple mixtapes sitting, but you know, this corona kind of put a halt on a lot of, like, shows and, uh, you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I got some music coming. I got a couple videos dropping. Um, really, it's it's uh, there's a lot of things in the music industry that you need to know before you jump in. Like you need to know, you need to have marketing crews. You gotta you gotta have a whole plan writ out of your videos. You gotta um, put your name out there. A lot of that has to be facilitated before you jump in the game. I don't know if this is for any artists that are trying to do anything, but um, yeah. So that you can have, so you don't waste your money, man. Cause I went on tour, man, and we thought we was gonna be the number one rappers on the planet, just going on one tour. We went on one tour, spent like 17 grand and really didn't have too much to show about it. I got a lot of fans in different states, um, but really you gotta make your money make it work for you. You know what I'm saying? It's the key, so. Well, what artists were you guys playing with when you went out there? Uh, we went on tour with Lil Debbie. That's uh, right. She's from the Bay. She's a. Uh, She's like, um, uh, she. I think she might be in L.A. now, you know what I mean, working with a lot of uh, her manager, and she got a lot of stuff going. She dropped a couple albums already. She had, like, a whole bunch of fans, and uh, she was all, we all got sponsored by um, weed companies in Colorado, and um, it, was just, it was just a lot of fun, just straight up, like, just good experience. Um, shouts out to One Ton. One Ton was our tour manager. He's from uh, Potluck. He's got a lot of ties to uh, Tech Nine, and uh, um, and he's just all around. Does music constantly, making music. I think he has like four thousand songs he's made or something. Like he's got like a crazy record on amount of songs. And uh, um, yeah, it was good. We had Blaze One out there. Blaze One, Blaze and Jay. Shouts out to Blaze One. He kind of runs uh, Chico, um, Oroville, Reading. He's got three smoke shops out there. But um, yeah, he's. He was lit. We just we just had a cool little cast, man, and uh, partying every day. You know, you go on tour, you only got seven hours in every city. So yeah. you just, you pull up in a new city, like, what's up, Salt Lake? Boom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you get in, party with them, throw the after party, hit the bus, and then sliding out. Now you're on your way to Kansas, you know? So it was like, it was just good to just get to taste of that and see what it's like, really like, you know? That's just crazy, bro. So this last music video that uh, you came out, this is a solo. This is your music video, this last one, right? It's like a solo uh, endeavor? Yeah, yeah, that's the last one I made for sure. Tell me a little bit about this uh, this music video. So I um, I shot it in my patch. Um, I got like 20 acres in, uh, out there by Redding, and I shot it out there, and um, the video scene is... Uh, is like it shows up like people are coming to my property to... Um, get me for my crop, like trying to rob me and 
and cut my crop down. And then while I pull up, I catch them in the act of it. And then we're chasing them through the patch. <laughs> What's it called? What was it called? Pass me the shotgun. Pass me the shotgun. Hey, uh, I think we actually have, we should have, we might be able to pull up this Pass Me the Shotgun. Carleone, are you able to pull up the music video for us? I liked it, man. The song Schlumps. Right. So this is, uh, this is Coleman when he had the dreads and shit. This is before your head was all blasted, huh? Right. Definitely had to switch it up on him one time. Yeah, bro. Shout out to my man, uh, uh, Kari, you know what I'm saying? He a real one. Selling salary to niggas who was selling me Hella dough and balanies Kitchen with all these felonies Whipping like a chef, nigga Must be Hell's Kitchen, nigga Yeah, I'm hella bulky I don't ever do the dishes But I throw a nigga pie plates For a right price At the right place Hit a left nigga at the right time June came through, we need some cash to get Man, I'm working in the church I'm on my pastor shit They say he got the OG Cause she said he passed the shit Passed the whip I hope this nigga just passed the fifth. Pass me the shotgun, I ain't talking front seat. I'm the type of nigga coppin' in they front me. Hey, I just need that work like I'ma get it in the gym. Yeah, I get this money, watch that nigga go and spin. Let me get the vest, I need the Gucci on the stick. Catch me at the spot, I put the coochie off your beard. It's a red zone play, I'm trying to hit for 50 bands. They see me from the stands, I do the end zone dance. One nighter, I dislike her. If I hit them from the back, then I high fiver. Mike Giver, get away, new spider. Two timer, big dog, big papa. Big pockets, bitch, watch it. Wrist rocky, wrist rocky, click rocky. Yeah, they shooting the kill. Watch they shoot on the hill. Wear a jacket, Jill. Wear a Jill, get a pill. Watch the nigga too real. How the hell did you get the deal? I don't know where niggas at. I don't care how niggas feel. Yeah, I feel how I feel. Leather all on the wheel. Last day I'm in the band. Now I'm checking for a meal. June came through, we need some cash to get. Man, I'm working in the church. I'm on my pastor shit. She got the OG cause she said he passed the shit. Pass the whip. I hope this nigga just passed the fifth. Pass me the shotgun. I ain't talking front seat. I'm the type of nigga copping in they front me. Hey, I just need that work like I'ma get it in the gym. Yeah, I get this money. Watch that nigga. Going spin. Let me get the vest. I need the Gucci on the stick. Catch me at the spot. I put the Gucci off your beard. It's a red zone play. I'm trying to hit for 50 bands. They see me from the stands. I do the end zone dance. 
Hey, you feel me? Like, that's that verbal. <laughs> Well, that shit came out nice, dude. Shouts out to uh, Creative Minds, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my boy Akari. My boy Akari, man, Akari the Assassin. Some Chico, uh, Oroville people, for sure. That shit looked kind of expensive. Uh, was that, was that, are those hard to put together, those music videos like that? Um, nah, it came off with some love, you know. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't too expensive and it, it really like uh she was three people pulled up, man. Really three outfits, three people. We all just came together and just put it together. It was nice. It was pretty legit. That watch was pretty legit. Oh yeah, that was from Jacob for sure. He got that from Jacob himself out in uh, Texas. There's only like fourteen of those watches or something like that. And uh dude dude's a big man, he's a big baller, you know what I'm saying? He pulled up in the bins too, and uh we couldn't put the bins on the um on the mountain because the mountain's a crazy mountain, bro. Like you can only get through there with the truck, and uh, so we had to park his bins like at the at the turnout. But he had the he had the AMG uh, little spaceship, you know what I'm saying? All mahogany, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was like, Nah, bro, I ain't even gonna do it to you like yeah, that. But that like, you gonna have to park that. We got to park that thing over there in the corner, and we'll come back and get it. But you know, it came through smoothly for sure. You know. You have new social media, or is that is it still Juno Prince, or what's your social media right now? So my Snapchat's Juno Prince, and then my uh, Instagram is uh, Black Josh Comedy, um, BLQ, Josh Comedy. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying. I need to get back into some jokes and do some jokes and try and do some stand-up. I'm trying to do some stand-up at some, at some little, like, um, little spots, man, because, you know, funny guy, man, if... It, I can just stand up there and talk shit all day and laugh, you know what I mean? Why would I want to do that and get paid, you know? So I'm going to try and venture into that and do some new music, drop some music, drop some hobbies. Um, and also I'm doing a lot of um, work on the hill. I got like a medical, uh, um, got my medical license um, for cultivating, which is, which is a blessing because, you know, those things weren't capable to people. They have them like where you can't get licenses and you have to put millions of dollars down to be able to have this free, um, you know, marijuana. So I, uh, shouts out to, um, what is it? My license came from, I'm gonna give you guys the little hookup. My license came from uh, One Love Medical out of Santa Cruz. Um, if you uh, go on there, there, you can have like a, a regular license, 215, or you could just get your license to cultivate and have your personal amount of a tree on you, which is a good blessing, because now, I don't know, for people that get pulled up by the cops or people that have it on them, you know, you can do it legally now, and you don't have to have it be illegal. So, you know what I mean? Take a shout out and try that out, for real. We love Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is ahead of the times in a lot of different aspects of of life, but then maybe some of them people are a little, a little weird over there too at times. Um, but but mushrooms, we decriminalized mushrooms. Right. So you can have a fat sack of shroomies on you. Are you, are you popping those? No, nah, I don't really do the shrooms. Like, the one thing about me is I like to be in control of my mind because I'm always thinking. I'm like, 
Aquarius. I got a little ADHD, so I'm always thinking. So when that's confusing, like what Shrooms does, you know what I'm saying? It's psychedelics. I just don't like to be like that. I like to I like to have my head strong as I can, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, like I'm from Humboldt County, like shrooms grow on the ground. I got patches I've been picking since I was in high school because it's just like seasonal. You know what I'm saying? In the woods up there, so it's like I'm not like I'm not shy away from. I've had some great trips, and the last trip I actually had was so good that I figured I never needed to do it again. Damn, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Best time of my life, and I was just like, I, "That's how I need to stop it." <laughs> <laughs> Joe Schilling was calling for the mushroom kick in, the, in a fight in the UFC corner not that long ago, and uh, we found out the mushroom kick was a kick that they came up with at the Cowboy Ranch while they were on mushrooms. Oh my god, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, the mushroom kick and shit. And so, look out, guys, because uh, <laughs> I, I got some mushroom kicks coming for all your faces. <laughs> Hey, so your last uh, uh, one of them singles you were playing for me on, on your on your new shit was uh, yeah. Well, what was that one, bro? Yeah, How's that? Couple. It's called Head Top. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so banger. When I get this video shot off for that one, that one thing's gonna go viral. But uh, you know, I'm still, you know, it's summertime right now, man. You know, what I'm saying I'm still. I gotta go to the hill. I don't know when the next time I can get in and get my stuff in works. But if uh, any of y'all do videos or you see this and. Um, you know, I'm a covered video for, for uh, production or anything like that and want to shoot a video or um, want to check out some of my new music. I'm always looking for new um, people that have some talent. So, you know. Dope. Hey, what did you like? So your last fight was uh, was kickboxing, but I, a lot of the fights I've seen you fight are MMA. What do you, what do you prefer? How do you prefer to Muay Thai, kickboxing, MMA? You're about to do a jiu-jitsu tournament. What, uh, what, how do you prefer to fight? Um, well, you know, I've actually, I, now that you asked me that, you know what I'm saying? I fight any which way. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? But I would like to be in MMA because when someone is like striking, you know what I'm saying? Or someone's a better striker than you or someone is better on the ground than you, yeah, I'd like to have the option to take them off their kicks or take them off their punches, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or put them on their back or put them in a the corner, you know what I mean? Being able to have the option to go to the ground to stop the, the beating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, see, well, you know what I'm saying? People, when you see people wrestling and they, they kick you and put you against the cage, you know what I'm saying? They're really trying to stop the beating. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you you putting hands on them and you know they can't bang with you. So they want to put you against the wall or on the ground or off your legs. or That's that's good. But I like to have that option. You know what I mean? If it's chess, you know what I'm saying? And this guy's not good on it. He's striking me up. I just dip him on his head and keep him in a little hard like little rock in a hard spot is what they call that. <laughs> little rock in a hard spot. Yeah. Dude. I've been I've been stuck in that fucking spot before, bro. <laughs> That's what they put up. They pin your legs over your head and then they be punching you through like you're like right by your groin, but yeah. in your in your face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, this is dope. <laughs> right. That's the worst position ever. You know James Terry used to crucifix me just like the fights last night with uh, Valentina and uh, he would elbow the He'd elbow the mat right next to my head, try to just really fucking traumatize me for life. For life. For yeah, life, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be. He's a life partner. I would have died there, bro. I could have fucking died in that position. <laughs> and that chick would have died there too last night if the referee didn't stop her. Her brain would have hemorrhaged. She would have died. Those are big ones, were they not? Those elbows and shit? Um, I don't know. It's a girl, you know what I'm saying? She's, you know, I feel like he should have. I feel like 
there's been fights where people have been in that position and they let them go longer. I don't feel like she was like, I didn't feel like she was incapable, uh, like she wasn't dying. I don't know. She wasn't going out. People get cut, you know what I'm saying? It's a part of fights, but like, I feel like she couldn't get out, but she also could get out. So I was looking at the fight and you it was like maybe? certain certain adjustments she could have did to get out, but at the same time, you know, I'm not a ref, you know what I'm saying? And it's about to save it's about saving the the fighter anyways nowadays, you know. Everything's about saving everybody, you know. They don't wanna do excessive damage. She got her point across, you know what I'm saying? And being in the crucifix is probably the worst position to ever be in. You should if you're a fighter, you should learn how to get out of the crucifix. So you never get put in one. Yeah, and mount is a good one to learn how to get out of. Get learning how to get out of someone on your back is a very valuable thing to know. Um, mm -hmm. Any bad position, you should like you want to. You should want to know how to get out. That's right. Because some people really practice and train hard to put you in these in these positions where you're very vulnerable. And um, I'm always flabbergasted when people get put in mount and then they just don't even know what to do at that point uh, up at cherry heights casino it happened all the time people right. just wouldn't even know how to get out of mount michael humphrey got mounted and uh just practically murdered up there one time <laughs> do you remember that huh? yeah <laughs> do you remember that moment <laughs> yeah, <banged. laughs> he just didn't know what to do dude and he just fucking they just and the, the referee i don't know if the referee like didn't like michael or yeah just they just let that fool die there right. and he will die there if you don't get up yeah that's the thing. That's the hardest thing to get out of mount. I've lost many fights just because I couldn't get out of mount. Just you you're just trying to do your escape. You bend over, get the knee, push the knee down, get your knee up, and then you try and roll back over, and he falls back right into mount, and then you get tatted up, peppered up another three, four times trying to get out of mount. Like it's it's you got to take some blows to get out of stuff. Yeah. And if you try and get out of it your hardest and don't get out of it, you have to take more blows <laughs> to get out of it. Fucking shitty spot. I fought uh, Carte Taylor on the five five nine card for a state title at one eighty five, and I think I cut too much weight. And I almost, I pretty much had it finished. You guys can look up the fight online. You guys can watch. I was choking this fool. The referee stopped it. It was some Fresno shit. Right. They didn't want me to win, man. It was fine. But Carte, Carte never fought again, dude. Uh, it's all good, Carte. I, 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 I fought for both of us. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, but right. I, I gassed out in the third, and he, like, mounted me, bro. And, and then uh, he was just pummeling me, and then the referee's like, move or I'm going to stop it. And you know me. I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah, I'm so I, I just give him my back. Right. And then he fucking, because I couldn't get up, bro. I was so dead. I couldn't get up, dog. My hip flexors were gassed. I couldn't even get up, bro. Right. And uh, he's on my back just raining down blows. Move or I'm going to stop it. And so I give him out. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. And then uh, I give him my back. Boom, boom, boom. And then right. I give him out. Bing, bing, bing. Right. And every time the referee said move, I moved. Right. And then he did, and then I made it all the way through the end of the fight. But, dude, I, my, my face was so fucked up. Right, right, yeah. I would fucking fight. Who did I fight? Uh, Tyree Fortune, I want to say. Ty, Tyreek. Tyreek Fortune. He's out in Portland. And uh, my camp was amazing. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we were doing, like, crazy camp. My cardio was, like, super good. But this dude just kept laying on me against the cage. And then like wrestling me. I wasn't taking no damage, but for three rounds, it was just all against the cage. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this, the last like last minute of the last round, I'm sitting there and he's breathing heavy, right? And I like remember in training, like I hear, I remember in training, I was breathing like this and people were breathing like this because we were tired, you know? And I was like, oh, you tired? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you're tired. You know what I'm saying? It's like eight minutes in, so I dip out of that guy, right? And then I turn back around to go attack him because I know he's tired. You know what I mean? I just hurt him. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I just heard him gasping for breath, like a, you know, be like a stuck pig. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I swing in there, oh, big old haymaker, big old haymaker, and he like. I don't know how ungodly he dodged these punches that I was throwing, right? I was throwing fucking cocking back to Georgia. And then he gets up close to me and I try and flip him. He's like 6'3. You know, this guy's like huge. He's like the biggest John Jones, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This dude's a monster. And I try to slam him and he's like, I hip throw him and his big ass, long ass leg like sticks out like a peg, like a like a like a bike uh, stand, and then boom, drops in the full mount. <laughs> I'm in shit meal, right? I'm in shit meal with a, a 220 pound fucking mammoth on me. I mean, I'm just catching punches, right? Bang, bang. Yeah, that's what I try and get in that. Get out of that mount, right? Get out of that mount. Well, I caught like three or four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boom, get to the mount, try and get out of there, try and get my leg to half guard, uh, and then roll back in. He gets right back on mount. It was like one, two, three, four. And the ref was like, you're done. Couldn't get out. Yeah, because you would have died, bro. Yeah. No. And then his homies would have came in and stomped you. You remember? You remember back in the? You remember out there, bro? <laughs> That's stupid. It wasn't homie. It wasn't like the like you. They didn't just leave you there, bro. Like people would come up and take turns just kicking the shit out of you, dude. Man, I've never lost a fight in the streets. Boo, but your McKinley, your McKinleyville homies, they would fucking. That's what they would do, motherfuckers yeah. out there, huh? Oh yeah, they're for crazy. So my people in McKinleyville, they're just like crazy uh, white boys, man. They just like to get down and fight and like. Sometimes you can talk them out of it, but like sometimes you got you can't. It just happens so quick. But you know that's the thing about your friends. You know, in the streets, like uh, we were talking to what was your name again? I'm sorry, Deborah. We were talking to Deborah. Who's shouts out to Deborah? She's got the host this whole thing that we doing right now. Shouts out to Debbie, and uh, she was talking about you know, are you more scared to fight in the ring or out of the ring? And I was like, well, you know. In the ring, you just by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're locked in there in a box. You don't. It's your strength against him. You know what I'm saying? In the streets, you usually got your friends. Usually, are are aware, or you're more drunk. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking. You're more in your mode and more confidence and like to go mode when you're out on the streets. And uh, but at the same time, a fight's a fight, no matter what. Your nerves are racking. You're scared. Uh, you know what I mean? You don't. You might be scared of that guy because he's six foot. Maybe you're scared of him because he has six homies. You know what I'm saying? Either way, it's you know it's a fight, no yeah. matter what. You know. What um, what's up with Murder Mountain, man? I I seen that uh, you you live in the Emerald Triangle up there, bro. What uh, so people be dying up there? Yeah, man. About basically just the thing about this is you know it's it's like it's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And people are greedy and. Certain situations happen on a hill where you put thousands of dollars in, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, or you had a partner that put 50 grand in, and you put 50 grand in, and then everybody, when the pennies and cents come at the end, there's always a discrepancy, or there's always, they say, this is the thing they say, they say, uh, you should have three crops, you know, one for you, one for the cops. And one for the robbers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what they say. It's a saying out there because there's so much like bullshit that goes on out there. But yeah, like at least usually one one property to two properties a year I always have a murder. Um, it's just kind of, but you gotta know that's why you gotta be loyal to the people that you're around and treat your workers and 
and people in your circle, right? So that those things don't happen, you know? The one thing that's bad for business is when someone dies at your place of business. And that's <laughs> yeah. a fact. It don't even yeah. matter if you work at a McDonald's or own a McDonald's. If someone dies there, you know, your numbers are going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, just, yeah, they're all crazy. Everybody's got guns and stuff. You're camping. You're in the woods. People don't know what's going on. It's it's just a real, real little tricky situation out there. But if you, um, you know, if you stay loyal to the people that you work with and you build a family, like, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money out there and don't have issues like that. But it is, it's a thing, you know, it's definitely a thing. Do you have any, do you have any fights coming up, dude, to change the subject, you know, fucking, uh, I know you'd be murdering motherfuckers in the ring more often than not, but are you, are you doing that anytime soon? I mean, you got the, you got the jiu-jitsu coming up. We're going to have a show probably no, more towards the end of the year in Santa Cruz. We'd love for you to come out there and split some wigs and shit. Man. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Sign me up. You know, it's always fun. To, like, we do this for fun. It's all fun. And really, it doesn't, you know, it don't hit that hard. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always down to just get in there, get some, do a little end zone dance and, you know, try and get us some little promo, you know? It's always good. Is Juan trying to get you on a Bellator card or anything like that? Or what are you guys thinking for your future? Um, I don't know. I got to get in the shape. I got to get in that Bellator shape before I can even ask a position of that. I wouldn't even ask if I wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? If I personally wasn't like tight, like I wouldn't even, I'm not even be like, oh yeah, get me on the card. Like, nah. I personally got to be there before I even ask anybody anything on that level, which I'm shooting for. You know, we can see maybe next year. Um, give me a solid six months, baby. It'll be, I'll be tightened up, looking like summer. So, um, you know, there's stuff in the future. I'm still, we still got a lot of time. You're fighting, right? When's the next fight you got? June, June 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th is the tournament. We're gonna do that, and then we're gonna go from there. So you're fighting in June. My team is gonna compete. I'm gonna, I'm gonna compete. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna do that one in June. Well, I'm gonna come beat you up before you go fight. So let's get ready. some training. So you're ready. You know what what weight are you normally competing at? Uh, I'm usually at 205, but if I get down to 205 um, or even under nine, under 200, I could definitely uh, sweat out 15. I, I did that for my last fight. I sweat out like 16 pounds last fight. So 185ers run around, tackle people. You know, you'd be a big 185er. What did you fight uh, Jeremy at? Uh, I was, I was, I think he came in at one ninety eight, and I came in at like two oh three. Damn, y'all yeah. fought pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big dude, bro. He's like so yeah, six, he was fighting he's at like six eighty five two though. or something, six three. He's not a small dude. Tell you something about uh, Super Kid, man. I had never been scared in my life. So this is my second fight. He was like twenty six and three. Was, I was like one and zero, oh, right? But I it was such an epic fight that he was like called me out immediately, like, next week, like, I don't want to fight him. I was like, I've not even recovered from the, the, the concussion I have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now you want, you want to take my shine, which, which I understand. You know what I mean? In the gym, I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Shit. You know what I mean? You can't be acting like no punk in our gym. Like, we don't, we, yeah. we don't condone that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they want to fight? Let's fight. Shit. And uh, so I take the fight. I get up in there. We get up in the uh, ring. I'm like, okay, leisurely fight, I guess. You know what I'm saying? This dude's like, you're gonna fucking die. It's over for you. You little, I don't know. He was just letting <laughs> off on me. But, hey, cousin's letting off on me. Though. He said, y'all are gonna die. It's over for you. You came, you came 
to the fight. Today is over for you. I, was, <laughs> I, I almost shit myself. Hold on, man. I was peeing myself, shit myself when I walked up to, to the thing. So like, whatever. They like, you know, we didn't touch gloves at all because he wanted to kill me, right? And uh, so I like turned back around and went to my corner and I was like, this motherfucker really wants to fight. Like, it's not a, it's not a game to him. You know what I'm saying? And it was like my second fight in my life. And I was like, damn. I like was shook. I was like literally shook, you know what I'm saying? So the first round, I kind of like was a little, I, we, was, we was doing shit. I, I tried to hit him with a cheap one and I missed him, bro. I, I could have KO'd him in the first round. Like I did like a little sneaky ankle pick, fake ankle pick, big overhand, right? Yeah. And I caught him like, <clears throat> I caught him like on the shoulder, on the tailbone instead of like that. Any of the Adam's apple or the chin, he would have been fucking not good night, Irene. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I caught him like in the shoulder and he was like, oh shit. And then he like moved around. But he put me in a back triangle in the first round. Started almost almost snapped my vertebrae. Like he was like shrinking on my neck. It was all him first round, right? Second round, we get we get active again, you know what I'm saying? It was like mediocre. Third round, I just grabbed this dude, put him on the ground, had him in like I almost got him in the crucifix or almost uh, knee mounted his arm, but I had I took the whole third round. We got a draw. Only person I ever got a draw with, you know what I'm saying? But it was like still a war, you know? But um, it was definitely like an epic fight. It wasn't no fucking middle of the mall shit. You no, know that was some good shit. It actually was. And for your second fight, it broke you in nice. Broke you in real nice. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was intimidating. He would knock out a lot of people, dude. He, like, honestly, he was like, he, he was pretty good, dude. So. I boxed him. They wanted me to box him. Did you watch uh, our boxing match? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. No, I didn't. I, I don't know where I was at, but I remember that he came to our gym when he was about to fight you because there's no gyms out there that really got shit. Yeah. And so I sparred with him when it, when I was fighting him and I, like, all he had was a straight. All he, The only thing that he had that you had to watch out for was, like, a straight two or something. Like, yeah. he didn't really have, like... His movement was crazy. His headman was crazy, but like, really, when you get into him, once you stop, like, once you get close to him, all that movement ain't—you can't really, you know, he can't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? If you're in straight, you know, beast mode, you know what I'm saying? How'd you, how'd you, how'd you do in that fight? Did you, you won? They gave me the decision, but it was a close. I think I won the first round. I think he won like the second. Maybe the third. I think I won the fourth and the fifth. But who, honestly, you, you don't. I, you can't even find it online no more. They don't. Don doesn't do those no more. You know, you guys, you guys stole the venue and shit. In, in, Institute of Combat stole the venue. No, nah, I'm kidding. It's a more legit show. It's way better now. Well, you know, man, get the get the riffraff out the way. Shit. Are you gonna headline that show again? You think the Institute of Combat show? Probably. Shit, I brought like fucking two thousand people to the casino. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, if I headlight again, guess what? There's going to be a fight in the ring and in the parking lot. It's a fact. We're trying to avoid those here at Bay Area Combat. <laughs> <laughs> right. We try to avoid uh, <laughs> any any fights in the stands because those they'll show, they can shut a show down. They can really, you know, they can really right. devastate the show. So um, we'll make sure that you only bring, like, your, your, your best, you know, most appropriate friends to the Bay Area Combat show. Um, yeah. No, I'm yeah. kidding. It'll be all your Bay Area homies. Yeah, watch out for that. You know <laughs> yeah, no, I think Humboldt County is tricky. Santa Cruz is too, too close to your, your Bay Area plug and yeah, shit. Shouts out to, you know, my Oakland friends in South Berkeley, you know what I'm saying? Um, Who yeah. does support you on this fighting journey, man? Who do you got in your in your corner, dude? Um, Support me, you know, Jesus Christ. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You are, you got me. You've had me oh, for yeah. a while, man. You've been yeah. a good friend. You know this. You know, Compton's been a friend, long-time friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We, how we, I really was trying to think about how we met each other and, like, what was our first interaction, our first time. But, like, it don't even really matter because your life, you're going to be a life friend to me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's hard to come by, man. Loyalty and friendship is, you know, I used to have a lot of friends growing up. And, you know, now you, only, you can count them on your hand now. You know what I'm saying? Uh and I'm glad, you know, that you're in my life. You're my nigga, for no, sure. No, fuck yeah. I'm glad I stumbled in. I think I just stumbled in your gym, bro. That's what happened. Right. But then you would play the football. We would play the football against one another at a, in, in, at community college, you know. So yeah. we were, like, kind of connected there. And then we both wanted to fight. We hadn't fought yet. Right. We were youngsters, bro. When I met you, you had a spider tattoo on your chest, bro. Right. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, I was naked. Huh? Yeah, so what you got now? Tell them, tell them about what you got oh, now. Oh, you know, shit. we out here getting hit up, man. You sure it's something new. Shit, whole head, get your whole my, head blasted, bro. Buddha, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait. I told him I wasn't going to... I got this eagle on my head, but I'm not trying to... Um, I'm not trying to do anything about the pretty face. All the ladies be mad. They're like, don't do it to your face, man. Don't do it to your face. Your face too pretty. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, you know what? I believe y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Don't do but that. But you, too, on the other hand, you're you little ugly mug. You might, you know what I'm saying? You might be able to get a tattoo. Like, you can get your face completely smashed by another by another man's fist, but but please don't put any any ink there. It's okay. a, it's a love hate. They don't care. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Trying to run your life. It's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I, I my nose my nose used to be regular size. <laughs> now I get now I got Shock G's nose. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? And it's shock G. It's I'm crazy. the one that put the satin on your panties. Never know a hooker that could share with me. You know? <laughs> Dude, that motherfucker's a legend. I'm happy I have his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that she at you know, when I was when I was little. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have one of those naturally one one of these days. Do you got sponsors right now, or who uh, who who's backing you? Um, not really. Not, not too many sponsors right now. I know Cal's got a lot of sponsors up there for sure, and uh, that's a good thing. Man. Does the gym have sponsors? You guys all have that like that that CBD water is sponsoring a bunch of you guys and shit. Yeah, there's CBD waters, man. There's a lot of little inside sponsors that go in there, and they got an, another other gyms that are like collaborating with them that are just like about it, you know, uh, making their making the gym run smoothly. You know what I'm saying? Which is always a, a little good thing. You know, it's a small town, so it's all, we're all in it together type. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, there's a lot of gyms out there, too, that aren't with us either. You know what I'm saying? Rival gyms. I wish we'd throw something that would just be only local gyms. You know what I'm saying? And we can find out who's the best. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the the he say, she say, and, the, you know, the gossiping and could all put get put to rest. What gym's the best, right? That Cherry Heights Casino event, that that so you want to fight. I mean, I guess your guys' event probably does the same thing. I thought it was just like that, bro. I, it was. I was at Institute of Combat. I can't even remember what it was called back then. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, for what I called it wasn't Institute of Combat. It had a, it had a the when I trained there with us like ten years ago. It had a different name. It was like Arcada oh, Combat. Uh, it was twenty one. Yeah. It was twenty one grams, and then it was something else. Humble was it? Humble to. I thought you didn't. Uh... No, that's Humble Bay Jiu Jitsu. That that is that was in Manila, and uh-huh. I fought it. I fought a dude from there as if it was like a rival. Like it was like it was like 15 minutes down the road. I fought a dude from there at a at Cherry Heights Casino, mm. smacked him up. 
the next time I fought up there, I, I, I beat up some skinhead, bro, some Aryan brother. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a good fight. That dude got KO'd, and then I beat up some dude, and uh, his older brother wanted to fucking beat me up after I got out of the ring and shit. Who was... Oh, yeah, that's my Those homeboy. People, huh? That's my homeboy from McKinleyville, bro, because the McKinleyville kids like, just, are just some fighters. And his, and his brother was like a savage in high school. Like, he couldn't... He was beating up people from rival schools. He was just always a fighter. So when his little brother fought you... You you fought him and that dude had a lot of heart for how small he was. Remember, it was kind of he was like he did squirmy. Like it wasn't like he wasn't gonna win, but you definitely he didn't just give up. He wasn't like just laying down. He, he let me beat him to death practically, dog. <laughs> right for sure. Yeah, he really did, and I was shocked. Yeah, I was like, man, I, and so I started kneeing him in the face and shit. I'm like, this motherfucker wanted he wanted yeah, if he, he wants to die. Every, he if he want to die, die here, then he will yeah. die here, bro. Yeah. You know, and um, <laughs> and he didn't die though. That's he didn't. You know. But then, I, and then his older brother wanted to fucking. He yeah. was like, you beat up my little brother, bro. But his but his brother was huge though, right? And I was like, I was like, I was like, homie, it was in, we did we signed up, bro. It was a fight, and he was like, no, nah, dog, me and you, bro, right fucking <laughs> oh, now. Shit. And, I, I, and I still had another fight. I was like, bro, I still got one more fight. I was like, maybe after this last fight and shit, I'll fight you. And uh, but maybe not. I think I was like, Coleman, yeah, yeah. Josh. I had to shut it down. Josh, what the fuck? I'd be like, calm down, cuz. You know what I'm saying? No, that's some real shit. Like, his brother is crazy. So at the same time, like, that little guy was had a lot of heart. And I actually I actually gave him my uh, gold medal when, when we... Uh, I seen him like somewhere like on Halloween or something like after that, right? And I mm-hmm. wore all my medals and I was like a cage fighter with the 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 the, uh, the you know the rash guard on and the mm-hmm. shorts and shit with some flip flops. And then my homeboy uh, David August, shout out to David August, he be fighting too. He wore fight gear and then he had his girlfriend who was uh, in a referee's outfit with a whistle. You know what I mean? Like Halloween. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I had all my shit on. I had like 13 of these medals. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, big champ shit. Yeah. And I seen him at the bar, and he's like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, da, da, da. I was like, you know what? You deserve one of these. Because <laughs> you really, like, tried to kill this dude and, and beat him to death, and he really didn't die. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, so I was like, here, man, just took one off my chest and gave it to him just out of, like, respect for him having the heart the way you put the bodies on the, put the brakes on him. <laughs> I power bombed that fool at the very beginning. <laughs> you remember that slam and right shit? Down like it was like WEW. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. He bounced right up like it was nothing and shit. I'm actually happy you gave him that. I mean, he got who he had no idea that he was gonna fight some dude that was gonna be fighting for Bellator fucking later, you know, later no, down the road and shit. Was, you know, he, he just it was fucking let's go fucking romp, you know. And I was like, I was already training at AKA at, AKA at that time. Right. And AKA had me, dude. They had me performing pretty well, dude. You know. You don't need a bigger gym, but at that time, I was that's where I was at and shit. I was doing good with your guys' gym. Juan's the man. Juan really put me on. Right. Uh, how do you feel about any closing any closing statements? Um, uh, to the youth, um, tell them. You know, like if you you can be anything you want, bro, but make sure that you go 110 percent because if you're lazy with it, uh, you know, it might not come true. You know, skills, what is it? Uh, you know, practice beats uh, talent. You know what I'm saying? And that's like a real thing. So whatever you do, do it and uh, do it well. And play like a sport that it has like a collegiate sport, you know? Like play a sport, like wrestle or play football. Play one of those and then fucking get your degree and then transition into fighting and shit. Right. 
Just because, you know, those people are like, they want that so bad now, dude. That um, that paperwork and shit. I'm trying to, like, coach. And they want me to have my, my paperwork just to just to help, you know, coach the athletes. And, yeah, sure, you need it. Sure, if you, if, I mean, if you want to, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Did you uh did you go out did you play after after community college? What'd you do? Um shit, what I do after community college? No, actually I didn't. I um I came to cultivate and then started growing and chilling. And then I then I went to working out in uh jujitsu and got in shape and then ended up like getting good and beating up the people in the gym and then they started jumping in fights and I was like, Well if I'm beating you guys up in the gym Maybe I should jump in the fights. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the first fight, second fight, third fight in KO, and, you know, that's where it at. But you should definitely get in the gym or do some type of workout, man. Because, like, really, if you're not, you're not working out and burning calories, you know what I'm saying, then you're just gaining them. It's facts. So. Yeah, bro, getting some sunlight, too, and shit. Try to wear your mask as least as possible. You know, if you're outdoors, if you're inside, you can wear it, you know, but try to breathe in that nice, fresh oxygen air, too. Although my allergies, because of the mask, my allergies have been a little bit better. Have you noticed that at all, dude, that your allergies have been better? Yes, I have noticed that. The masks work. You know, and you don't have to smell anybody's fucking breath. It's fucking stinky butts. And you can wash your teeth. <laughs> That's the best, bro. I do, I do enjoy that, too, bro. Look, that's well, no one's nasty mouth. We are in the Suncoast Haunting Studio. If you guys want to rent the studio, we got a competition area. We're going to be doing some jujitsu matches the end of May. Uh, Suncoast Awning has a shop in Santa Cruz and a shop in Martinez for all of your shade needs, guys. Suncoast Awning will get you shaded. Deborah Ferralito, she's the owner of Suncoast Awning Bay Area Combat. We love Deborah. Carl Compton on the ones and twos. Josh Coleman, Juno Prince, look out for him. He coming. He'll be on our show uh, uh, when we get that popping. And then uh, he got music dropping and shit. So try to follow him on social media. And uh, from everyone here at the Bay Area Combat Studio Podcast, baby, we are over and out, dude. Hell yeah, baby. Thank you, dog. My nigga. Appreciate you.